What is going on? Welcome back to the podcast. You golf junkie you. Here for your fix. Anyway, you all, my name is Tim Connor. I'm a golf coach, golf academy owner. I specialize in helping people with their golf game. This podcast is to pass along the things that I get to learn about every day. Doing what I do, teaching golf, pl- playing golf, learning lessons the hard way. And I get to rant and rave and do all this cool stuff. And somehow you guys tune in and listen. And shout out to all of you. We just went over 100,000 downloads. That means a lot to me. That's a lot of you that care about your golf game. And um, it's just cool. It's cool to, to be able to see this podcast live and breathe and grow. Do me a favor. Leave this thing a review. Share it with a friend. That's number one to help this thing continue to grow so we can continue to push these things out. Let's talk about golf. Let's talk about the golf learning curve. I want to talk to you today about professionals versus amateurs and some key differences in key positions. Let's start off with a basic one. Uh, Professionals tend to struggle with a hook. Amateurs tend to struggle with a slice. You want to play more like a pro? Struggle with a hook. Get that club face closed. Professionals tend to struggle with a swing bottom that might be too far forward, where an amateur might tend to struggle with a swing bottom that's too far backward. What that means, if you can imagine, your swing is this circular oval type arc, if you're looking at it from the front view. And when you swing, your club bottoms out somewhere. The bottom of that arc is somewhere. Professionals tend to be too far forward. Amateurs tend to be behind the golf ball. Why are these observations important? Because you want to play more like a pro. And we want to learn from what they do. The best are the best for a reason. That doesn't mean you're going to be them today, tomorrow, the next day, next year. It's very difficult. They're the best of the best for a reason. They have a lot of talent and they've refined their skills over time. But we want to learn these lessons so we can work on stuff that's going to lead us down the path to success. Success leaves behind clues. And that's what this podcast is for today. Clues, pros versus ams. Professionals tend to struggle with a closed club face. Amateurs tend to struggle with an open club face. Professionals tend to turn early in the backswing with their body. Amateurs don't. This is classic, classic stuff. And one that I would say is more of a nuance that not not everybody sees or understands. When a really good player takes the club away, their body and their arms are turning together. When an amateur takes the club away, they're tending to start more with their arms and their body's going to play catch up later. And this is going to throw you out of sequence with your sequence and your timing and your tempo. All those buzzwords we like to use, it throws everything out of loop right away. And to top it all off, it tends, the forearms tend to roll the club face open when you start the swing with your arms. You want to play like a pro? Start your swing with your body. Everything should turn together. I have some, I have a really good drill for this on my YouTube channel. Shout out to my YouTube channel. I am starting to contribute there and uh, I'm just looking forward to growing that. This podcast has kind of been my main reach out and I've set aside time to do that. But I like the idea of continuing to, to spread the message of helping people with their game, being able to reach people that don't have access to a coach or good information. So I want to continue to grow that channel as well. It'll be linked down below if you want to pop over there and subscribe. That would be super helpful. Professionals versus amateurs. What do you, who do you want to play like? What, where are you happy at? These are, these are things I would ask somebody during their first visit. What, what do you want? What are you looking for? All right. Now, professionals, they practice with a purpose. 
meaning when they show up to the range, they generally have some idea or routine or thing they're going to work through. So maybe they warm up with their wedges and then they graduate to the longer clubs. And oh, by the way, they're going to spend some time on their technique and they're going to spend some time on their short game. They're going to spend some time on their putting. Now, a key difference is professionals have a lot more time than us amateurs have. It's their career, so they can put more time into it. As amateurs, we want to learn from that and we want to allocate our time with a plan. So if you only got 30 minutes to practice, use it wisely. Maybe you use 10 minutes hitting irons, 10 minutes driving, and then 10 minutes chipping. And while you're doing it, you're focused, you're in the zone, you're present. These are all clues that these good players leave behind. Now, shout out to my friend, Kit, the Liberty Lake golf course head professional. We were talking to one of my students that came in the other day, and I said, hey, Kit, do you have any advice for my student before they go play? And we started talking a little bit, and he said, well, professionals don't get all worked up. In fact, they'll even dig in their heels when something goes wrong. An amateur lets their emotions control their game. And I was like, you know, that is really well said, Kit, because that is so true. When it goes poorly or things go awry, a professional will dig in and focus. An amateur will let their emotions control their decisions. So they're frustrated. Maybe they try to hit the hero shot or they're frustrated or they're pissed and they make a bad decision because they're not present and focused. Whereas a professional will stay present, focused, and maybe even start to be a little more calm when it, when it really matters or be a little more in the zone or a little more present. You would hear things like people talk about Tiger walking down the fairway under pressure and he almost slowed down his, his gait as he walked and things would just kind of slow down for him because he was, in my interpretation, trying to stay present. Professionals versus amateurs, don't let your emotions control your game. Let your effort and your attitude control the outcome and be present. Do your best. Don't let one bad decision turn into multiple. Things happen. Golf is difficult. Remember that. And don't let it go awry because you made one bad decision. I see it all too often. And the train goes off the tracks for four or five holes instead of one. It just... It happens, so learn from that. And if it does happen, learn from it and make that correction next time. All right, professionals versus amateurs. We're digging in today, and I'm, I'm liking this. I think this is fun. I hope there's some really key takeaways that you can take away from this. It's, I, I think this is valuable stuff, so we're going to keep rolling with it. Amateurs tend to accrue a lot of strokes inside of 50 yards. Professionals do not. Donut, donut, donuts, no donuts. Professionals do not, all right? So be good at chipping, be good at putting. That is generic advice, but I don't, I feel like it can't be said too often. When you're inside of 50 yards, be able to confidently hit the green in one shot, not two or three, one shot. No double chips, no double putts, triple putts. Don't, don't do that. Professionals definitely leg putt better than amateurs as a whole. They're good at controlling their distance and their speed on their putts. Three putts are all more often a function of poor distance control than poor direction. Think about this for a second. Are you likely to hit the ball eight feet right or eight feet left on a 30-foot putt? Or are you more likely to leave it eight feet short or eight feet long? 
stew on that for a little bit, you'll come to the same conclusion that I do, and that is true. There's an answer, and it is what it is. So we want to be good with our distance control. Distance control will help you reduce your three putts. Professionals versus amateurs. Let's keep going with this. It's a fun theme. I'm having fun today. I just had a coffee, so I'm rolling good. Professionals swing hard. Amateurs aren't sure if they should swing hard or soft or slow. Now, this might be my controversial opinion for the day, but watch them. Watch it. Watch Rory McIlroy. Watch Tiger Woods. Watch Bryson. We know he's swinging hard. Now, the difference is that they are also in balance the majority of the time. So they are training their speed, but they're training their speed and balance. Many amateurs struggle with the fundamentals to stay in balance. And because they don't experience success with their shots, they never practice swinging hard. Now, I would say that you need to do the work on your fundamentals first. Your fundamentals need to supersede your swing speed. So you need to do that work and then circle back to swing speed. But swing speed is one of those things that you have to develop over time. If you never practice swinging fast, you never will swing fast. And there seems to be a speed development window for early learners. That's why it's good to encourage kids at some stages to practice swinging fast because if these kids don't hit that development window, they're not going to develop their capacity or their their high end for speed. Fast, Fast twitch muscles need to be developed and trained. And we just have to learn how to use all of these big muscles and little muscles that lead into us creating speed and mechanical advantages while hitting the golf ball. So professionals swing hard, amateurs don't. They might feel like they swing hard and they swing out of control. So there's just there's just a big difference, all right? Now I'm gonna finish with this one. Professionals don't hit every fairway, although they hit about half of them, but when they miss, they have a predictable miss. Amateurs, when they miss, they're just hitting and hoping. Generically. Remember, this whole podcast is generically speaking. I'm throwing broad terms and macro labels on stuff. There's there's nuance to this. But for our purpose, we're speaking generically. These are generic terms. All right. I don't want you to leave this podcast and think that there's only one thing that happens one way. There's many ways, but these are generic observations. So professionals have a one-way miss. They know that if they miss, maybe it's a push, maybe it's a little overdraw, but they know what their miss is. An amateur generally has a two-way miss. Could go right, could go left, could go short, could go long, they're just not sure. So developing a one-way miss is a big deal, and I'll I'll leave you with this. A one-way miss starts with good contact. Good contact is centeredness of hit, and then hitting the ground in front of the ball. That's the two ingredients. And then once you have good contact, then you can dial in direction, all right? Contact, then direction, that's how you create predictability in your shot pattern. Very, very important. Anyway, you all, 100,000 downloads, let's go. Thank you so much. I feel like we're just scratching the surface. Send me your ideas, I need to know what you don't know because your ideas help me a lot in generating what we're gonna talk about every week. I love hearing from y'all. Reach out to me on social, send me an email anytime. I will catch you back here, same time, same place, next week. He's crazy.